she should be cancelled. It is beyond pantomime. Does Perfect. he smell as good in real life as you, as you think he would on screen? Possibly the first pick that we've had that is rhyming slang. Shut up, Sean Connery was probably about 85 and he did that. <laughs> Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this, and this is the Build a Bond podcast. You're joining me, Stuart Morrison, and my beloved co-host, Fraser MacArthur. Hi, Fraser. Hi, Stuart. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. I'm joining you tonight from the lovely, quaint little town of Sandwich in Kent. Oh, lovely. Of course, uh, famous for the uh, the golf club. The golf club? Yeah, Sandwich. Oh, very good. <laughs> Did you hear that echoing silence there? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's, luckily, yeah. it's lucky we don't have a live audience here recording Build a Bond. What is Build a Bond, Stuart? Tell us. Well, yeah, we're lucky we're, we don't have a live audience. Otherwise, they would be rolling in the aisles with laughter and scratching their chins in intrigue as we have a special guest joining us, a very, very special guest this week, as always. Um, and what they will be doing is building their very own dream James Bond film by picking who they want to play James Bond, who they want to be the co-star, who they want to play the villain, who they want to direct their film, and then who they want to perform their James Bond future. Fantastic. And there's no rules, right? That's right. There is Wrong. absolutely no that. Wrong. There is a rule. New to this series. Yes. We mm-hmm. have the Madonna Bell. Do you care to explain the Madonna Bell, Stuart? If our guest, love them as we might, mentions that sacred word Madonna mm-hmm. more than three times, is that right? Uh-huh. Three times or more, then they will have to perform their favourite Madonna song live for us on the podcast. Live on the pod, um, which can be really good fun in itself. If it weren't for the fact that we were, you know, proud sceptics of the Madonna. Well, exactly. Yeah. So um, just it it, it comes down to two things, really. How is their singing voice and what is their favorite Madonna song? Because there's some crackers out there. Yeah, there are. Uh, American Pie, she did a cover of that, which I don't know if if anyone remembers that, but I remember that. What's what's your favorite uh, Madonna song? Um. I'm a big fan of um, Like a Virgin, you know, touched for the very first time. Mm. And uh, as a recently married man, Fraser, you'll be experiencing that very soon. <laughs> it's very quick. That was good, that one. Much better <laughs> than the sandwich joke. <laughs> but yes, of course, congratulations from me and from all of the Bill Bond family, which is actually just, just me and you. As- but, uh... <laughs> Uh, congratulations from all of us on your recent nuptials. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it, it was a very proud moment to sign the documents and become an official husband. Yeah, this is uh, official. I'm now, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, officially off the market. Mm-hmm. And we know from Bond lore, this can be a dangerous time for both husband and wife. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, his wife, Bond's wife, didn't last very long, did she? No. Poor Tracy. But anyway, who have we who have we got on today, Fraser? Today is someone actually that we've been we've been waiting to have on the show for a little good little while now. Pining man, after them. Pining after him, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a man called Gary Lamont or Lamont. I'm not sure which. I'll need to clarify that when he arrives. Uh, he's an actor, and he's also best friends with a previous uh, builder bonder. Mm. Would you like me to reveal who that is, or would you just like to keep it a surprise? Can I guess? You can guess, yeah. Is it Martel Maxwell? It's not Martel Maxwell, unfortunately, no. But you're not far off. As a presenter, a, prepen- a presenter, yeah, Gene Johansson. Oh, that was going to be my second guess. Well, there you go. Um, so, yeah, Gene's best pal, Gary, coming on mm. to build his bond. And I know that So he's an actor and he's worked with a lot of very famous people. And I've actually got a little task for you with regards to that, if you're up for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm up for it. Mm-hmm. Well, what I want you to do when talking to Gary 
is throughout his episode, I want you to get as many name drops, celebrity name drops out of him as possible. People that he's worked with, people he's met, people he's pals with. I want okay. as many celebrity names as we can possibly get. The bigger the clangor, the better. Yeah, absolutely. We want we want your Edwina Curries. We want your Fern Britons. <laughs> going really big, are we then? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, if you could get oh, yeah. going on that, that would be that would be lovely. Good. I, I also have a, a slight little mission for myself as well. Oh, for yourself. A little bit embarrassing, to be honest, okay. because Gary, as, as our listeners will, will no doubt be aware, is, is perhaps most well known for his very popular role in the Scottish soap River City. Yes. I personally have never, ever seen an episode of River City before. Even after we've had a star of River City on before. I know. I know. I'm embarrassed about it. I'll be totally honest. Mm-hmm. But... What I'm hopefully hopefully going to be able to do this episode is keep that a secret from Gary. I don't want him to know that. Uh, so I'm going to try and blag my way through River City fandom okay. uh, and make sure he doesn't find out that I've never actually seen an episode. All right. Well, I'll do my best to help you with that little mission, if that's all right sure with you. Will. Shall we get in? <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Lovely. Open IMDb. Get us on social medias. Build a bond 007. Play along. Have fun. Be yourself. This week, we are joined by an actor who has been gracing our TV screens for as long as I can remember. After parts in Rebus and Still Game, he's completed the holy trinity of Scottish TV shows and joined the cast of River City in 2009. More recently, you'll have seen him lost at sea with Colin Farrell in the BBC's The North Water, and cooking up a storm with Stephen Graham in the Netflix drama Boiling Point. We are delighted to have him building his very own bond. It's Gary Lamont. Yeah, thank you very much. I literally was sitting um, with a big broad grin on my face when you were reading that. It's such a weird thing to have your accolades read back to you. <laughs> so thank you for that. That's well, nice. it's, it's, uh, it's an, an easy... honour for us to have you. Yeah, yeah it's an easy one to list the accolades. Um, Gary, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, we have heard, or we were given your name actually by one of our former uh, Bond builders. Yes. Um, yeah, how do you know Jean Johansson? Oh, listen, uh, Pet Street Police Station, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I think if memory serves me correctly, folklore goes, she, um, we were at one of these black tie events that, when, when you're sort of on the circuit in Scotland, you're so oft to attend. Uh, loads of them are really lovely and really inspirational, et cetera, et cetera. But there's, there's, a, there's a run of them. And I think she must have been living away because there was a fair few of them before Madam appeared. And it was the end of the night and she was <laughs> sitting with the shoes off, feet up, glass of red to her side. And she was a bit like, I was almost kind of summoned. I've been dying to meet you. I've been dying to meet you. I'm making her sound a bit more sultry. I've been dying to meet you. <laughs> that sounds so like her. <laughs> I do a good Jean Johansson impression if ever I need it. Needed. Uh, yeah, and then it was just, we sort of met through friends there. I, I think we were always destined. And then we just sort of slowly but surely became an absolute uh, unit for pu- sort of publicity. We like to troll each other. But yeah, she's a, she's a very, 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 very good friend. Some of my sister now we bicker and fight a lot, but get over it very quickly. <laughs> they had a real nice relationship. Love sense, just like me and Fraser, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, isn't it? We are kind yeah. of like sisters. <laughs> yeah. It's a good relationship to have. Well, that's uh, very exciting. As we said, obviously listed your accolades in the yeah. introduction. You've been yeah, in the industry for a fair while now, lots of uh exciting roles um recently especially yeah smashing it out of the park it's it's that funny thing isn't it like you you all of a sudden just get your head down to 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 be an actor to be working full stop is a blessing but yet to have had the career that i've had in scotland for most of my life my adult acting life um i got river city when i was 25 and that was quite a while ago um so to have had so much success in Scotland and to have taken the risk, and it was a conscious risk, like for my life as much as my career, 
my life needed a shake up. I turned 30. I had a big breakup and I just was like, oh, what next? Like, because living your life in Glasgow under the guise of River City, it's very much, it's a goldfish bowl. And like, you are king of the castle and, and I'm never, I'll never knock it. And I've had some very lovely experiences and my life has been golden accordingly because of it. But it is a lot, you know, like you, you live in this country and we're not shy in coming forward. So your life was never really your own. For, for eight years, I did it for eight years. And I just was about like, what is what is this? What? And I knew I knew I stayed there for a long time because I knew that if I left Scotland, I could somewhat leave it behind. So I always knew that. And so when it did come to shaking it up, it was like, okay, right, I'm going to go back and be a real person again. And it's been, it was lovely. It's been lovely. Like I've just I've just come back from London after five years, and to to not have people know who you are, it's a very strange thing to happen to you. So that when you get your anonymity back, it's glorious. But yeah, over the last couple of years, I've sort of started to mess with that anonymity by getting these brilliant jobs. And and it, you can't go out and go, hey, I want to do Boiling Point. Hey, I want to do Northwater. It's just it is just the luck. But I think I suppose I always knew there was more to me than Robbie or not quite River City because that, that would be dissonant and I never want to do that. But the character of Robbie very much would pigeonhole me and, and it has in a lot of ways because it's a very easy jump for me to get there and, and that's not to sort of put him down in any way. He's a very complex and beautiful, brilliant character that not many people could portray in such a, a, a natural light. But yeah, it was a real shift to all of a sudden be like, ah, I'm a... I'm a whaler. I've got to be a fisherman. And, you know, my nobody has been more shocked or surprised than me. I've been a bit like, what? What does happen? What's going on? Did, you know, did taking like the that little bit of time away from it did that kind of help you with the acting side of things as well? Yeah, I mean, distance obviously certainly like like I say, I played the character of Robbie for eight years, a long, long time. And now, listen, I'm not the sort of actor, I'm working class, I'm, I grew up in Castlemilk, I don't have the luxury of going method. You know, the people that I have in my life would very quickly be like, snap out of it, who you are. So that, that, that <laughs> leaving a character behind doesn't really apply to me too much because I don't really, that's not my methodology of working. <laughs> you were, you've been back, didn't you, for the 20th? anniversary i just watched i just seen it last night yeah yeah, yeah. i mean oh i had like i just had a big big lump in my throat the whole and the joy is like i left from a city by my own volition my choice <clears throat> i know for a fact they never really wanted to lose me or the character and that's such a blessing you know like um so i've always sort of loosely said oh you know i'd go back never say never i never ever thought or think that i'll go back full time but listen you never know so when something like that come up i just thought Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. But because it was kind of bonkers, like ah, a bit of a weird. Stuart, did you watch what, it? What was your so if you watched it? What was your reaction to it? Because obviously, I can't be objective about it because it's River City and it's my thing. Um, uh, we loved it just, but I was like, is that from a sort of narcissist point of view of going? But we're all amazing and we all love each other. But how, I yeah. think that comes across though. That does come across, and you get that impression that everybody loves each other and it's like a family unit because you can do that shift in character and that that sort of multiverse type thing that the, yeah. that they did. Um, I thought it was really really interesting, and yeah. I guess I don't know that of any other soaps that have ever done that before. I mean, it's bold, isn't it? Like. They... How did it? So I just heard there was rumblings and we were going back, and then they sort of they told us very little, and they but they were quite explicitly saying it's just a scene, it's just a pop in, and then uh, the way in which it was executed is perfect. Like yeah. Stephen Purden is the only surviving cast member who's the original cast member, so of course it has to be centered around him. You know, yeah. he really he really owns that accolade. He really wears that with pride. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm really proud of him for those twenty years and to sort of be at the center of it to welcome yeah. us all back but the the level of work that we produced that they produced <clears throat> it's top tier to get it done i know many actors who i know many actors that have been through those doors and sort of failed miserably it's a real skill and so the walking on a new set now i always go i've done it i've done river city i've done five to seven on a friday night shoot the rehearsal go Boiling Point, for example, the film Boiling Point, before we would go, I had to sort of do any of our takes. I had to remind myself, I can do this. I have the skill set. And that's because of River City. So I would never, I'll never bash it. I'll always celebrate it. 
And so for them to have such an ex excellent execution of the 20th anniversary and to have us all go back, that just shows you this testament, all those faces that turned up for a reason, you know, it meant so much to us. We think so highly of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like I say, that comes across oh, so much in the episode. I would imagine maybe on set for Boiling Point, for example, would have been quite a different experience with the with the the way they've shot that and it maybe it could be a, a technique they bring to river city one day maybe i mean listen and i was talking about this with a pal the other day and i was just like i've done some jobs thankfully since boiling point and every every so often you sort of pop up on some things and you're like oh there's a big nine minute tracking shot there's a one scene that goes over seven eight pages where did you get the inspiration for that <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to do it, do it right. Like we had to do it, then subject us to doing part of it so that it looks fancy. But I mean, that that's a feat, isn't it? Like you guys are, you guys are into films. Like that, that's the thing that never escaped me. But so when Stephen Graham asks you to do anything, you say yes. And then you ask what the project is. You don't dissect it in any way of going, well, let me check my diary or how many words am I getting in this? It was very much, um, Oh, absolutely. But he is a complete realist. And he said to us all, it's uh, one of the most crazy, crazy but um, interactive and brilliant experiences you'll ever have working. That's a great bonus. He was like, there's very little to no money and it's going to be insane. It was serious to that. Yeah, I, I mean, watching it, I found it so stressful. <laughs> Like, how was it filming it? It's so stressful. <laughs> I mean, so all the while we're filming this, uh, what did we have about? I mean, I might make, make, make up some of these dates. We had, I think, talk to toe from start to finish, it was about three and a half, four weeks absolute tops. That whole, the whole experience from like first rehearsal to final wrap. So I think it was like two weeks of rehearsal. So we had about two weeks, it was four weeks. So we had two weeks. And we break it down into sections and you'd I'd rehearse with the American girls and we do blah, 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 blah. And then the next week you had to sort of weave them together. So everybody had their own new sections. Then we had to knit them together. And then it was just a very simple, basic, nothing's basic about it, but simple connection of going, right. And I'd forgotten a lot of how much I was in it because, again, it was done, it was dusted. COVID lockdowns happened. So that was just obliterated. So when I got to, I first got to see a screening, screening of it, I was like, "Oh wow, I'm really, I'm really in this. I'm a really, like, I'm a proper support role in this." And even what I was most proud of, of course, obviously my scenes, and I'm very happy with the sort of characterization that I brought to the to the film, as as everybody else, and it's really, really collaborative. And I'm so thankful that they gave us that much freedom. But just even like being part of the, so I'd, I remember you'd have to wait. And then somebody would be like, like, three, two, one, and the camera would turn around and you'd be like, okay, you finished. So I'm going to pick up this plate and me taking the plate to the pass takes you to the next scene. So that's what I'm most proud of is all those wee little links and the bits. So I'm really, really part of the makeup of it. Um, and that's why, that's my sort of proudest achievement on that. Because I'd forgotten. I really honestly had forgotten a lot about what happened because it was mental. <laughs> the stress that you feel watching it i thought oh that that's palpable it literally transcends through the screen it's palpable we were shitting our pants now but we were we were originally supposed to record this episode the other night um but unfortunately you had to cancel because you had a big uh, audition tape now we also know that uh, the broccolis are currently casting for james bond so oh, oh, oh. Together? Together. <laughs> well, you know, obviously, if that was the case, I would be shot on the spot. <laughs> um, it's kind of just gone mental again. There's just so much, especially in Scotland. There's so much. There's so much up here. So there's so much up for grabs. Um, yeah, that was one where I was like, uh, I've got five pages of dialogue to learn. I can't even talk about Bond. Sorry. <laughs> and um, yeah, if I if I get what that was, I'll be sure to let you know. But you're not allowed to tell us now. Of course I'm not. Come on. <laughs> but I'm not. No, not yet. Well, we're, we're, yeah. we're super excited that you could even give us any time at all because we know how, how busy you are. So we're, we're very, very pleased. And I suppose 
let's talk about Bond then. That's, okay. That's kind of what we're here for. Please, I suppose. Yeah. Are you a fan, Gary? Is it, is it a big part of your life? Um, it's not a big part of my life in that I've got posters or uh, tattoos. <laughs> um, I am. I can always remember Bond from just childhood. Like my first memories, visions, recollections of Bond is Saturday afternoon, five p.m. on the telly. Probably just come back from Granny and Granda's house. Dinner's getting made. That's on. Do you know what I mean? It was always that slot for us growing up. Yeah. Um, my first real recollection of Bond was the Roger Moore era on, but I very much was aware of the fact as I got a bit older that Sean Connery, Scottish person, was a Bond. And I remember that sort of like the mysticism and being like, wow, that's quite cool, isn't it? Like somebody from Scotland is like, da 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 Yeah, so we we as a family always, we, we would watch a James Bond for sure. It's funny you should mention the family side of things. When I was growing up, I only ever went to the cinema with my dad mm. for, for two films. For uh, He took me to see Die Another Day, uh-huh. a Bond film. And he took me to see a film called Joy of Noel about ah. uh, the First World War. <laughs> Um, and that was the only films he ever took me to, to go and see at the cinema. Which was nominated for the Oscar in 2006. Best foreign language film nominated, it didn't win. Um, yeah, oh. and that's funny because it now all of a sudden comes up <laughs> like Christmas Eve, <laughs> BBC Two, yeah. and we're very much in it. Yeah, so listeners, listeners, I was in a film that was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, that was at drama <laughs> school. That was literally first year drama school. He came, Christian Carrion came to see our first year class and just had this sort of swatch at hoop because we were filming in Romania and Romanians aren't known for the sort of white, pale skin and red hair. So he needed some featured extras to feature as the sort of Scottish soldiers. And yes, I'm in the film that I don't speak. I think I had one line in the cutter. Oh, oh that's fine. <laughs> My, my dad loved it so beautiful so film yeah if you're not like look out for it about 4pm Christmas Eve BBC 2 around about then it sort of pops yeah. up and it is, it's a gorgeous wee film yeah, just you a little like flashback it. to my childhood there yeah I love that <laughs> great well let's let's then Gary start building your bond okay um, can I just caveat this by saying it's quite a stressful ask because <laughs> I mean if you had parameters I get why you've not got parameters because the imagination can run wild and I'm like but how wild, you know, like, is my bin man going to get cast as Bond? Or, um, it's, I've, I've found it quite agonisingly stressful, so... I, I like that. I think, you know, it shows that, um, you you know, you've, you've given it a good think. You haven't just thought, ah, I'll just chuck a few people in there, and then yeah. you've obviously oh, had a, no. a good proper think about it. Yeah, yeah. I have had. Well, let's, uh, let's have a little cheers. Um, mm-hmm. Gary, I, know you're, I don't know if you're on the, the real stuff tonight, but I've got a, a porn star martini there. Wowzers! I've got a sadly I've got a spark and water. I have to spark and water. Do stuff tomorrow. Well, cheers! I've got a cup of tea, so I'm on. I'm on your team, Gary. Chin, chin. All right. Well, to your build a bond, Gary. To my build a bond, long me he rain. Fraser, that's enormous. Look at the size of that. Yeah, I know. Did you meet like the size of my head? <laughs> it's like a goldfish bowl. No, I didn't make You were holding it close to the camera, but as you moved it towards your head, it still stayed the same size. It's huge. And you also get a shot of prosecco with it as well. So oh, I'll have that at the end. We can sort of commemorate that yeah. at the end. Yeah. Let's start with Bond, I think. That's the... Start with Bond. For mo- for mo- yes, I've chosen a one, but I've also got like a two and a three-ish across the board. Like if it's not this person, I'd quite like to be this other person. because Let's start from the bottom up then. Can we hear your three, your two, and then your one? So for Bond, really all I had was a two. Okay. So I'll give you my, I'll give you my second... Um, so my second bond, which really should be the first, would be Idris Elba, which I know he's part of the, all the conversations, and I completely, completely, uh, I think he should be. Of course, he should be. Like Bond is, is if Bond is sort of to represent represent Britain and do all that thing, he's very indicative of Britain. You know, we're a multi multicultural country. Like he's a good actor. He looks the part. He's got that wee twinkle in his eye. And also he's kind of age appropriate, isn't he? Do you think so? This is the argument, isn't it? Mm. Is that everybody thinks he's too old. <gasps> Shut up. Sean Connery was probably about 85 and he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be ageist over Bond. I mean, fair enough, if he's jumping over buildings, we don't want to we don't want to risk the hips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always think he's like maybe the best Bond we never had because maybe he is now just a wee bit too old to play it. But if and maybe did you hear yeah, this like... rumor, the rumor is that if 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 you're named, if your name is mentioned in the melee, then you're out, you're off the list. 
I wonder if that's, that's true. what they sort of say. I think it's yeah. I think it. I think they do. They always try and do something a little bit unexpected. Yeah. So I, I think that'll definitely be the case this time. Mm-hmm. I heard anyone say Gary Lamont though, <laughs> which means you must still be in the mix. Listen, keep that quiet. <laughs> Don't let that get back to Barbara Broccoli, please. <laughs> you never know. Um, so speaking on the whole, like when I discovered that a, a Scottish man had been bombed, I was like, <gasps> and I just have this absolute hope and want because I think the Scottish people actors lend themselves to Bond and so so Bond for me when Bond is at his best is when it's slightly camp it's slightly there's a knowing glance it's not quite sending it up but I mean come on it's fucking ridiculous so let's see that you know that and let's see that you know we know that and let's be complicit in that knowing so I want that from my Bond I want a sort of like little twitch and a side glance of yeah this is fucking ridiculous but look at me I look amazing um, I'm not getting that from Idris though no I know but then he would take it there's an argument where he would what he would represent was obviously like it's is so far hey, who knows who knows Wait, like give me 10 minutes for him and I'll be like here you let's up the camp close <laughs> the eyes yeah and shake the tush <laughs> um, yeah so and and so in light of saying that my bond and and because I do know him, but I do think he is perfect. My bond would have to be Sam Hewitt. Interesting. Definitely, he's got all those sort of leading man qualities. And the sad thing is, with with his character, the sad thing is, with, don't come for me, Outlander fans, please. His character in Outlander is so intense and has been through a lot and carries the weight of the world on his shoulders. It would be nice to see Sam portray that sort of swirling a martini about and getting off with hot lassies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, presumably you know him. I do, yeah, I do. I've worked with Sam for three years now. Um, We were at the same drama school, but we were a couple of years out from each other. So we've had pals in common throughout the years. Um, Yeah, no, he's a real, real hard worker, real dedicated guy. Um, I mean, he just looks the part, doesn't he? Sam and I don't Does he he smell as good in real life as as you think he would on screen? <laughs> well, bear in mind, I only ever really see Sam. We only ever really interact on set when we're in quite dodgy costumes and horses that are around and we're outside. Um, that doesn't answer I, the question, I, though, Gary. I can guarantee you he does smell delicious. I just I can guarantee it. Of course he would. Of course he would. Excellent. Yeah, he yeah, I mean, has to be born because he's Scottish and he's just got that. He, he sort of fits the bill. Mm-hmm. You, you can see it, can't you? Yeah, of course, of course. Of course, and again, age appropriate. He's he's in his forties now. Richard Madden's a pal of mine, and whenever I hear him mention them, like in time, stop ruining it for him. Richard's mm. definitely got that. Richard Sam, the Scottishness, the good looks, but Richard is just too young. Get Richard late forties, heading for fifties. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you are, do, are you thinking of for for yours then? Is is your bond going to be a bit older? Yeah, I want him like so. I mean, I, I'm aware of the fact they're running in the stunts, like, that's hard, repeatedly acting. As to my fellow actors playing and portraying Bond. But Sam's fit. Sam is a fit mm. man. He works out, you know, he, he's a very sort of healthy, living soul, and it shows. So, like, he'd be fine. He'd relish that. Oh, they're jumping off roofs and motorbikes. So he's fine. That's why I know for a fact he wouldn't let me down. He'll do it, and he'll do it with style. And, and, and like you say, in... Obviously, his most famous role is in Outlander, where it, there, there is a certain intensity to the character, and, and it's quite a serious. Not, not always. There is not like always, sort of fun really light like parts nice, to it, yeah. but it's quite a serious. Predominantly, um, like, listen, that character goes. He goes through some journeys. Yeah. He goes through some nonsense, and it's usually all quite heavy, which mm-hmm. then lies the, the sort of beauty for that. So yeah, it would be nice to see him on the other side of that and showcasing yeah. some. I mean, you see him in interviews and you see him and he's done a few other bits and pieces where, you know, he's not playing character, he's just being himself. Yeah. And he, he does seem, and I'm sure you'll know that, he seems like such a laugh and such yeah. a nice guy. You'd love he's to get a bit of that kind of kind man, really open, warm, friendly. Yeah, all of that sort of, I suppose that's why you can go down to those intensity and that level of intensity so well because, you know, he sort of snaps out of it and he is, yeah, he's very, he's a very lovely person. I was going to say, like, kind, warm, down-to-earth. That's not really James Bond. <laughs> but then... But it's acting, you know. It's acting, yeah, that's true. That is true. It's just pretend, guys. 
<laughs> and I think it would be one that would be very, very popular with the uh, that, I mean, this is it. Listen, if, if at any point Outlander ends in the next few years, get that fan base. They are loyal and fiercely protective. So, you, I mean, you're guaranteed box office sales if you get that lot. Mm. I am. Um, I live in, in Inverness and I... Oh, yeah. uh, I quite often one of the running routes I do is is uh, through Culloden, and you see and have obviously all the cairns for um all the clans that um that died there and the one for um the Fraser clan is just covered in flowers all the time of people you know even though he's not a real person and he's just an actor a lot of American people who are massive American and massive Outlander fans the, the, the Outlander fans do like um tours tours of the sets yeah. I mean we've been on set and people have had to be like huckled away or shooed away because. You know, you're sort of just about to go into this battle and you're like, oh, there's a couple I've, of ghouls in the bushes. <laughs> I've actually got a friend, it was actually my, my, my partner's friend really, but she she is such a massive fan of Outlander and in particular such a massive fan of Sam that she applied to be an extra in Outlander just so she could stand within 10 feet of him. Technically that's what I did. I just, I'm such a fan that I wanted to be, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I didn't know Sam before we worked together on Outlander, so it's a very genuine I, I, yeah, he's a good person. I'm a fan, but I'm not like a fan so much that I would be yeah, trying to get employed on the show. Just to, um... It's a name that's been chucked around for, for Bond before, so it's, it's not massively surprising. But it's Has anybody said of... it on the podcast before? Yes. A Damn couple it, of times. A couple of, yeah, we've had actually a few. A few ah. people have said them. Um, one of our most popular picks... Only behind Idris Elba. Oh, boring. Okay, sorry, Sam. <laughs> if I could change it, I would. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, but it's your, I mean, it shows you. It shows you. It's, it's that, but that's a very traditional approach, isn't it? Okay, Fantastic. well, so we've got Sam. Yeah, we've got Sam. A Sam Sam Good Scottish Bond, always popular in this podcast. I, I, was, I was always going to be a Scottish Bond. I just have to. Yeah. And Richard Madden in a couple of years, if he wants it, you can have okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's because, yeah, when we're growing up. Having like the guy who was the coolest Bond, one yeah. of the, the coolest people on earth, being Scottish. And do you not find that her accent lends itself to, to that sort of debonair? You know, I, I just love. I mean, I'm I'm so proudly Scottish, of course, but there's something about it that just yeah gets me in the sweet spot. It's like yes. I mean, not every Scottish accent's like That's that. There's some, <laughs> there's some pretty mingin Scottish accents. <laughs> cancelled. I'm not standing by any of those. Guys. <laughs> All accents are beautiful. Where are we going next, Fraser? Uh, so, I reckon we okay. should go co-star. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this again, it was like, like Angelina Jolie, uh, like the traditional, they're all quite samey, you know? They are all quite samey. Unless it was a complete unknown, which I would just be absolutely gagged for and would be thrilled. I want my um, my um, co-star opposite Sam Hewitt to be Bette Midler. Bette Midler? But Bette Midler in like the height of the eighties. That uh, I, so here's here's the thing for me with the Bond girls, they're all sultry, they're all poised, they're all perfect. I want mania, I want wild curls, I want buck teeth, and I want a shrill voice screeching at him wherever he goes. <laughs> I don't want sultry. I want some sass, and ultimately, why I chose Bette Midler is energy. I want that. What's that? What would that energy be like to have this sort of loose? Cannon whirling dervish. Yeah. It's quite powerful, a, isn't it? Slippy, lacy lady. Like, get Bet Midler in there. <laughs> you were you were worried that other people had picked your choice for Bond. I can assure you that no one else has picked this as their Bond <laughs> as their co-star. Fabulous. Yeah. And it just came to me very late. I was like, oh, yes. she's the one. She's the, she's always the one. FYI. She's always the one. But yeah, just that that element of Sparkiness, cheekiness, gumption, all of it. Ah, delicious. She's, she, delicious. She's got a fair set of pipes on her as well. Yes, she could. She could. She's not going to do my theme tune. I'll come on to that later. But she, she, um, she could sink to him in the shower or the yeah. <laughs> in the shower as they as they sort of bound a lot. You know, he always has like a shower scene. She could be serenading him as he drips dry. Sam and Bette Midler, I'd pay for it. I'd pay. Yeah. Was there any any film renting that you, in particular, that you would like want her to kind of recreate or? It's the so it's the mania that's in um it's the one yeah. where the uh the, the two twins so they double up so they pay the two of them play two versions of the characters. It's up IMDb. 
Yeah, look up IMDb. Stella? Stella's quite a heart wrenching one, isn't it? Is it? I haven't seen it. Or let's say, like Beverly, uh, down and out Beverly Hills. Big business. Big business. I mean, mean, in any other hands, in any other world, her performance in big business, she should be cancelled. It is beyond (laughs) pantomime. But she just fully commits to it in such a way that it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely perfect. It's so bang on. Yeah, so I want that era of bet, like that mania energy. There's something about that I just find electric. I mean, this probably shows a lot of what of my lack of knowledge of Bette Midler, but the thing that stands out to me is when she was in The Simpsons and she played herself. <laughs> <laughs> and she like sat, she sang to Krusty the Clown, send in the clowns. Send in the clowns. Yeah. But so for her, like again, to to, to this, I'm not comparing myself to Bette but to do something that's so light-hearted, fun, and like affable characters, that takes real skill. It takes a real skilled actor to execute that and not be like not chewing the furniture. You know, she chews the furniture, but it, it's not ruined. You know, like, there's just that real. And she's definitely over time. Like I just hate when things are so. You know, like uniformed and everything's the same. It's like fucking slap Bette Midler in there, and she will, she'll make us laugh, she'll make us cry, and she'll sing us to sleep as well. I love it. We're getting yeah. something different. Yeah, we're getting a fun Bond film, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I guess taking it in a slightly darker turn, perhaps. Then looking at our villain. Yeah. Did you? Was it a tough choice? Hey, do you know what? I was. I was a bit like it's the one I went to last, and then all of a sudden I went, oh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Unlike my Bond girl, I don't really expect too much from my villains because we know what we're getting. So I have chosen the French actor Olivier Martinez. Halle Berry's ex, famous for that. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to just drop a quick IMDb here. Do the same. So he, I'm sure he's more famous. Taking lies, unfaithful. He did. He did like a whole spate of nineties sort of thriller rom-com numbers. Look at him. He's divine to look at. So for my Bond, for my Bond villain, I don't want that. Take your jaw out and half your face sinks in. I'm not interested. Give me some pity. <laughs> why, why are we all, like, what, we need some, I, we're, oh, we're all, we're falling after him because he looks like that. He's he's allowed to get away with it all. Oh, because he looks like that. Oh, okay. You know, a bit sexy. I want him European, that French accent. He could probably kick your teeth in. He's tough. No. He's tough. I want my bond tough. I don't want any of these little daddy's daddy issue things that are trying to like ruin the world because their dad didn't love them. I know what you mean. Actually, that's that's that kind of a recurring theme in the last few, isn't there? There's, yeah. there's always a connection yeah. to like get the family or something. Literally, get to France and get a Martinez. <laughs> I want my bond. I want my bond villain. Yeah, I want him pretty. I want him tough. You want to be a bit afraid yeah. of him. I think he's got that real sort of. Oh God, he's gonna. He's gonna batter his all. Mm-hmm. Totally stable upbringing, but just a complete arsehole. Yeah, just because why not? He just fancies it. I yeah, and also on on light of that, like he, I have seen some of his work, and I don't think he's had a big enough shot. Like to be imagine being like, hey, I'm an actor, but I'm most notably known for being the ex of Halle Berry, who's wonderful, by the way. So I think let's let's get him in the Bond villain role and give him his chance. But I yeah. want him to look good. A wee polo neck, nice jacket over it, some leather gloves. Off he goes, running through its stations. That's such a European look as well. Oh, totally. The body has to be European for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was he was great and unfaithful. That was. Yeah. I think that's and probably all real, I've seen him in. The, yeah, there is a real. I suppose the quality which was from him, aside from his fancy him, is the just that mystique. Mm. I think would lend itself to the Bond villain like those long tracking shots and mm. what's he thinking and he's really going I should have had Subway for lunch I shouldn't have taken the salad <laughs> he's French he's not eating Subway he's having you know he's going yeah, having a baguette and have the baguette yeah, yeah. the <laughs> croissant and the ham and cheese yeah oh, we're, oh god the French are going to cancel isn't it yeah so he's he's my baddie just because surface level he looks yeah. great well that's probably a good point we've talked a lot about different actors and stuff Let's talk about directors. 
yeah who you want to be i mean obviously you've worked with a lot of great directors yeah um, yeah i have and um, what so my what, first, what do you look for in a good director first of all i mean i look for them to say yes to my tape and give me the job i don't have the luxury <laughs> i don't have the luxury of like wheedling out my directors um but yeah like you say i have i've been very blessed in the last i mean all my career of course you learn something from them all even the bad ones from the bad ones you learn to go you're pretty shit and I'm okay with that you know like you do learn at every stage but yeah I've late, definitely the last couple of years I've been like pinch me pinch me with some of the directors or some of the people in some of the rooms that I've been able to be in so absolutely is you need a good director don't you um, so my director for my bond is going to be Pedro Almodovar Pedro Almodovar director. He, ba- he basically does basically does all the films that Penelope Cruz is in in the Spanish language oh okay so he no, I... did well the one that I love like they did Volver. Um he also did like it's again a parallel mothers, pain and glory. Uh what was the other one? All about my mother. I mean again, mummy issues. <laughs> <laughs> but my main my main thought for um Almodovar was so I love the style. There's a there's a sort of realism, but done in such a quirky way, which I absolutely love. Like, you know, Volver is, is definitely one of my favourite films. I just, there's something about it. I'm like, it's just executed perfectly. Those two working together is just, it's like, they, you can tell they love each other. But my main reason for him to do Bond was because he's so synonymous with these, like, I'm loath to say kitchen sink, but real life films where it's about, like, Penelope Cruz is like a sort of downtrodden mother. In what world is she a downtrodden mother? <laughs> So he does, he do, He marries that sort of like Penelope Cruz as a downtrodden Spanish mother and we buy it, inject it into our veins, sold. So I want Almodovar to do Bond because that that big massive scale of it, what would somebody like him do with it? Mm. You know, well, yeah, how does he make that real? Just just that yeah, that, tw- that quirky take. If he can take Penelope Cruz and make us believe that she's a downtrodden Spanish mother, I want to see what he does with Yeah, okay. Did he do that film with uh, Antonio Banderas? The, it's, it was like, a, I can't remember what it's called. It's something about skin. And it's got like a woman, uh, the poster's got a woman with like bandages all over her face. Yeah, oh, he may the, well have done the like... The skin so, like, I live in. The skin yeah, I live in, that's it. That? I mean, the other yeah. options were like, like as well for him, for, for this, I, I, thought, I thought, firstly, I was I was going to see Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, just purely for that other, I just love these European directors. I love that. That's well, well, Del Toro has that sort of fantastical element, mm. be kind of lovely, but also the heart. So, and that's not to do that. Listen, the Bond films that we've got are great, but just for my money, I want to just slightly mess about with it. I just want to sort of tilt it to the side a bit and just slightly mess up with the equilibrium. So, we've got Sam, we've got Bette Midler, we've got Olivia running about, and then just through the prism of Almodovar, I think it would be spectacular. Mm. Yeah, that's a good show. If you've not seen any of his films, I know they're subtitles, people, but really stick with it. Certainly, Volver was the one that I was like, oh my God, I'm into this. There's just something sumptuously beautiful about it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of them. I've seen The Skin I Live In. I've not. Yeah. Did he do Vicky Christina Barcelona, maybe? I don't know. Can't remember. He's like, I'm just like, the ones that I know and like. Again, mummy issues. I want to see a guy who's got mummy issues direct bond. Okay. okay. Even, even though you specifically said that there'll be no daddy issues. In, no, I don't want daddy issues, film. but mummy issues is a different thing. So, I mean, there was a bit of mummy issues with the whole M thing in Skyfall, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So let's let's get the king of mummy issues to yeah. really dissect that and and see where we're going with that. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Not often we get. I don't know all the all the all his films, but I, I don't know off the top of my head if I've seen any. So I like I like oh, to get yeah. a new director do, do, to maybe explore I, I a little bit. I would definitely start with Volver. Like it's just that's the one that really I was like oh, and I was only young. I was probably like only twenty twenty one when it came out at drama school, trying to find myself. But it, it, yeah, I was very I went through a sort of um, subtitled yes. film phase, and th- that's one that I've definitely revisited a few times. She's excellent in it. I think she is brilliant, but just that real thing of. Her as this really, yeah, she is awesome. I think she'd be great in a Bond film. Yeah, and I actually did think of her. She was, she was up there, but then I thought I can't. Yeah, she she would be a good show. I would very much approve of her. But yeah, equally alongside that, like Andrew Haig, who I've worked with on Northwater, that that sort of real 
filmmaker like uh, Luca Guadagnino from Call Me By Your Name. Like, I would love to see it not big action slick. What would it look like through that prism of their camera? I would love to see that. Bringing it in a little bit, making it a bit more close. Yeah, yeah. Or just, or, or just flipping it, but seeing it large scale, like those films that I love of theirs, what would that be like large scale? So Bring that up, yeah. Like yeah. that, without, you know, Barbara Broccoli would ensure that they did that. <laughs> it's definitely going to have a European feel to it, I think, this film with I your villain so, and your yeah. director. Cultured. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hashtag cultured. Very good. Music. Shall we talk music? Yeah, let's go music. Do it. Um, this one just sort of rung out to me and I thought, yeah, why not? Perfect. Um, I would love my theme song to be sung by Eartha Kitt. <laughs> camp. Mainly yeah. Camp. Um, Eartha Kitt was Catwoman in the sort of TV, original TV show of Batman. Would that have been in the 60s, 50s? Yeah, 60s, Batman. I think, yeah. And she was also, she did loads of, later in life, she did loads of like, voiceovers that she also played herself in the simpsons yes she's most notably (laughs) as a singer she's most notable for singing santa baby the original santa baby right yeah but my favorite song of hers is uh is a song and i remember i'll never forget hearing it for the first time going what the fuck is that it's called just an old-fashioned girl and it's just this like like listen it just got tuned in it sounds like unlike anything you've ever heard of this sort of light bright and her sort of purring which her voice is kind of purrs yeah. but much like in the vein of Bette Midler again the Bond song why did we decide it had to be this fucking long ballad mm. to go over the open credits can we have some energy maybe but I think if you get yeah. it, you're marrying that sort of smoky rich purring voice with just this or she's got such a light thrill mm. to it that I just mm. love her Never forget he doesn't. Se- sexy, isn't it? Sexy voice. It's a sexy voice, but also she's not afraid to lighten it up and mm. pick up the pace. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it's possibly the first pick that we've had that is rhyming slang. What's that? Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit. Yeah, if you're going for an Eartha Kit. <laughs> you never heard that? No. <laughs> What does that mean? Is that naughty? No. I can't get I'm it. I'm guessing it's shit. Is that right? Yeah. Shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So kind of naughty, I suppose, but... Uh, yeah, like kind of crude. Yeah, a bit, a, bit, yeah. a bit naughty. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. First time we've ever done. bit of toilet humour in there for you. A bit of toilet humour. Did you not meet Eartha Kit on a flight once? <laughs> no. What? I know where that reference is from, though. What? It's, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Community. Uh, is that Donald Glover was in that? Yeah. And Alison yeah. Brie, by the way, who I went to drama school with for a semester, she came over from Cal Arts and joined our class and then went off to be fantastically famous. Yeah. That is a big yeah. name drop. That is I a big know, name drop. I do know that one. Oh, we, we were pals. We were really good friends. I went to see I went to see her, her house in California and then she got famous. Then when I went to California, we had pals in common and she was like, oh, Gary's here? Great. And then just went on with the conversation. <laughs> very, um, I was dumped by Alison Brie as a friend. So, yeah, not a name drop, just more of a reference of, of my past. <laughs> I mean, yeah. mad, the madness of this industry, like, sweet girl, definitely my experience of her. We, yeah, more, like, more power to her. She's absolutely nailed it. Um, yeah, so community, I know, I know, I haven't seen huge amounts of it, but I know it was very very popular anyway that was a yeah that was a very niche reference there was a recurring joke in it about Eartha Kitt yeah yeah somebody and, claimed... and that's the sad thing I think a lot I think lastly she did sort of go down a jokey route or people was like like bum of jokes and blah 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 but I'll never forget hearing that old-fashioned girl song for the first time and being like that is class they don't make them like that anymore I love that yeah great well I mean we were worried at the start. You picked um, Sam and Idris. Like, oh, here we go, same old yeah. names. But it's been everything else has been absolutely brilliant in terms of you know never never had any of these names before. That's I don't good. think. Yeah. Um, you've That's also good. got now the section of any other bonds. So your chance to pick any anything else you might want, any other cast members, any yeah. locations, guns, gadgets, whatever else you might I want. I mean, I've so, yeah, I've got I've got some choices. Do you know yeah. how cute is always like these posh toffee English men? They're always quite uptight and a bit. Oh my god! 
I wanted <laughs> I I just wanted to undercut that a by having females, and then just having fucking brilliantly funny people. Not the John Cleese isn't funny, but it's very much of a formulaic mm. casting. So mm. I'm torn between Victoria Wood, the late great, and Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. That that sort of instead of having them this formulaic uptight British toff, yeah. that like if you have Victoria Wood, who would just deadpan them. Yeah. Or Victoria Wood's great. Yeah. That was so sad when she died. I don't I know and she did it so dignified and oh my god, it's like if I, find, if I find myself at a loose end and with YouTube around, I'll certainly just throw some of her stuff on. Mm. And Jennifer Coolidge just felt like sort of modern day. Stifler's mum. Brilliant. Have you seen her in The White Lotus? Oh my God, amazing. I love that show so much. She's got such a resurgence. And I remember once I was at Edinburgh Festival and she had a one-woman show and we chatted for like 10 minutes just in the corridor. And I remember being like, God, you're a total film star, but... That's really she. She sort of summed up that thing of being like, "Yeah, you might be in a big film, but wow, you sometimes could just be at the Edinburgh Festival." And I really got the measure of going. This this industry is really not what it seems like. If you get a big hit, it doesn't mean nothing until you get the next big hit, the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really sobering and beautiful because we sort of just had a quite interactive chat. Like she would never remember my uh, M would be <laughs> would be my first choice is Lindsay Smith. <laughs> Because instead, again, having this sort of, like, together, not that Lindsay Smith isn't together, but this sort of poised quality. Imagine you had a character, like, like a, a character that she would portray, essentially a Glasgow mammy, storming in and reading the riot act. Yeah. By yeah. those I'm chasing them out the room. Instead of that, I'm very disappointed, Bond. I want, yeah. them, I want them running down the street. I want a slipper thrown at the back of the <laughs> Uh, Money Penny. I want uh, Nicholas Mori, the the boy from Call My Agent. You know the French boy Call My Agent, <laughs> yeah. the one who doesn't get chosen. Yeah, I want Brilliant. him at the other side of the desk with his little <laughs> bits and basically I want him playing that character from Call My Agent as Money Penny. Yeah, I want leggy blondes, not interested in sultry posies. Get, give me some character. Okay, yeah, I like him. He played a fun sure. detec- detective in a Sky drama as well, quite recently as well. Yeah, I love that. And the, the only other thing I would add is the is the like where would it say? I would love a Bond. I want a whole Indian se- section of Bond. I want it like let's set the full thing in India because like the scope of India. I went there for six weeks a long time ago, and 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 saw the the, the teeniest patch of it. And that was in six weeks, and we sort of flitted about. For a country that size, I really would like, let's... Because like, one of the things that I love about Bond is, especially when it came back, and we obviously know I got it rumbled that he died at the end. But when I first saw it, because we'd been locked up for such a long time, I was like, oh, sandy beaches. But like, it's it just really, it's such a, it gives you such a wealth of scope for the world. It gives you such a cross-section of the planet. At its best, you know, it's sexiest, it's most glitterati. And that was the thing after COVID, I was like, oh, I just want to go on holiday. Mm. It really sort of represents the world brilliantly. But for for it, I would definitely like an Indian bond where we get the scope of that country, which is so vast and so beautiful and so undiscovered, Amazing. especially to some of us in our eyes. I love, it. I love when people pick a location as well. I think it's such an important part of Bond films, like yeah. you said. like The Beautiful. locations are such a big part of it. Mm-hmm. India, they did do before, uh, which would be nice to go back and, and maybe redo some of the slightly slightly dodgier aspects of their yeah. representation of India. Yeah, like would, wouldn't really, yeah, wouldn't really fly today, some of the, no. some of the jokes and cultural yeah. representations, yeah. but... We've got a chance to do it again with your film, so yeah, I would love it. that. I would love it for you to be set in India for sure. That's me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't add any more. Brilliant. How'd you feel? I stress feel, over. I feel like a new woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite stressful. It's quite stressful. I thought obviously, like the bonds were quite. That was the one you had. I struggled hard on because you're like, obviously, I'm so obvious. I'm so basic, and I'm furious. But I'm really glad that I managed to redeem myself. From then on, not that Sam's, well, sorry, Sam, if you're listening, I'm not meaning that I needed to redeem myself from choosing you. Yeah, but yeah, that out of the ordinary, I think, let's, let's try and turn it on its head. Because listen, we know it's never going to be turned on its head. So yeah. the beauty of this thing is, is let's live in a world where yeah. whenever we can, what if. Fraser. 
Stuart, would you, like to do, would you like to do a summary of Gary's Bond film? I'd love to. I would. Yes. Off, Let's off do your it. notepad. If you can, you drunken skunk. Gary, actually, um, I forgot to pack my notepad. I'm on, I'm away on location at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot to pack my notepad, even though I packed my... Uh, I know you've got a bow tie and you've not got a notepad, my yeah. kid. <laughs> so I'm writing my notes it's on the back of a, a Rose's box. Oh, that's great. Very yeah. Bond. Isn't it? Yeah. It's so, but it screams Bond. <laughs> Okay, so Gary Lamont, your Bond film is as follows. Playing James Bond, you have Sam Hewn, and it was very important it was a Scottish Bond. Uh, Your co-star is Bette Midler. (laughs) I love myself. (laughs) Your villain is Olivier Martinez. Your director is Pedro Almodovar. 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 Yeah, Almodovar. The music... Uh, or the theme song is going to be done by Eartha Kitt. Playing Q, you have either Victoria Wood or Jennifer Coolidge. Uh-huh. Maybe they can switch out and share it. Yeah. Why not? Two Qs. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Yeah. Modern world and all that. Playing M, you have Elaine C. Smith. Uh, p- playing Money Penny, you have Nicholas Morris. Oh, yeah, I think it was Maury, yeah. Uh, Maury. There's a French accent on that. Just put a French accent on that, whoever. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit, we'll edit it back in later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and your location is going to be, or your film is going to be set in India. Yeah. And now you also wanted Bond to have no more daddy issues, but yes on the mummy issues. Let's really dissect and get to the core of these mummy issues, please. Okay, good. Well, that's that. So there is one more question for you before yeah. we finish, and it's inspired. That's inspired me to do to find an answer to this question. But what would your film be called? What's the title? Um, oh God, my title would be Bond. It's awfully hot here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like Bond, cool on. It's awfully yeah, hot. it's awfully hot here, isn't it? Because it's set in India. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. In it. How, how are you spelling int it? I apostrophe. I n apostrophe t int it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Right. That was, that's, I mean. A battle of Glasgow colloquialism in there as well. Yeah. Don't forget your roots. I had an idea for a title. What's that? Tell me. Um, and it's to do with the mummy issues. Okay. I thought it should be called The Man with the Golden Mum. <laughs> I, I also picked up on the mummy issues and thought it could be uh, <laughs> The Mum Who Didn't Love Me. <laughs> I don't I want absent. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. That, both of them are brilliant. Perfect. Aww. Well, Gary, it's been a bloody hoot. Thanks for to chat to you tonight. Um, what have you? I mean, obviously, you can't tell us what your Bond audition was uh, the other night. But what what else have you got coming up? Where can we see you right now? Uh, I mean, I've just had two. So with the River City twentieth anniversary episode went out. I'm also part of Karen Perry for ITV. Uh, I've got a couple of episodes in that. Lauren Lyle has absolutely smashed it. I think I can see it. I've just done some bits on I Hate Susie. With Billy Piper, which will come out later in the year. Oh, I didn't even know there was another series of that coming there out. There is, yeah. There's a sort of Christmas, anti-Christmas special, I want to say. Um, yeah, so I've got that. And then, yeah, some nice other wee bits next year. And then, watch this space. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's exciting. It's a very, very exciting time. Excellent. Yeah, good we're stuff. super excited. And we're so glad that you found some time in that incredible schedule to come and chat to us and, and talk Bond and yeah. talk about Listen, all the stuff you're doing. It's been in the offering for, for a long time. And I'm really glad that we've locked in and done it because every so often I'm like, oh, fuck those Bond boys. Those Bond boys want me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really glad that we've, A, I've got you off my back and B, I'm, I'm part of the canon. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go away and uh, re watch River City 20th anniversary. Stuart, <laughs> yeah. will you do the same? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do. Miss it for so the world. Special. So special. Happy birthday, River City. Happy birthday. And yours, if it's yours and you're listening to it. Happy birthday to you too. <laughs> Gary Lamont, you know, dual titles there. We both kind of came in with one. We'll need to come up with a, a winner of titles there. I think he liked mine better. 
Do you think? Yeah. I think I like mine better purely because before they got one, this series that's that's <laughs> that's a play on the Spy Who Loved Me. What a great film, though. What a full embrace of the no rules aspect. Uh, Gary made a great film that felt uh, like he was drawing on all the things that he loves, which is what I love. So I'm very yeah. pleased with that. Me too. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, you can see how passionate he is about film and about his his craft and his work, and it's just really lovely to see, isn't it? And yeah, no rules at all. You know, he's bringing in all sorts of Bette Midler, wild. I know, I know. That was a, that was a what a turnaround as well because yeah, <laughs> yeah. not not that they're bad choices, but we do hear move from Sam Hewn and and Idris Elba a lot, and then bam, Bette Midler out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, I think he's he seemed fairly convinced that that you were a River City fan. I mean, I just kept my mouth absolutely shut on any discussion. <laughs> you you tried to land me in it a few I times, did. and I mean for me. Mission accomplished on the name Absolutely. Drops. Well done. I counted 10. Whew. That's a lot. I mean, they were, were non stop. Brilliant. Yeah. What a life. Amazing. Alison Bree in there, Sam yeah. Hewen, uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Excellent. Well, another episode in the can and another one to put in the Hall of Fame, I think. It's a great one. I know. Another cracker. We love Gary. I love Gary. That was brilliant. And it's going to be hard over the next little while to try and keep up with all the stuff he's doing because he is so busy and he seems to be picking or getting himself involved in really, really cool projects. So uh, yeah, so glad we managed to get him on after a long time trying. And yeah, can't wait to see everything he's got coming out soon. Instead of relying on us to keep keep you up to date with your Gary Lamont knowledge, go and check out his socials. Go and follow him. We'll put, we'll put his links in our bio and stuff. If that's something you do, is it? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we can do that and we need to do that, yes. Um, so look at that. Look at our socials as well. We are just as good, if not better, than Gary Lamont. So mm. you can follow us on buildabond 7 Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and that's all for now. That's all for now. I'm just going to have this shot of Prosecco because I forgot to have it at the end of the episode. So I'll have it now. Are you not supposed so... to pour it into the... Are you not supposed no, to pour but it the guy at the bar it? said no. He said I have to drink it as a shot. Is that right? It's a wow. premier end. It's a premier end shot. Well, be. exactly, exactly. They know their stuff. Mm. Don't know. <laughs> anyway, chin chin, chin chin. Down the hatch. Oh, straight down. Rock and roll. Mm. You gonna throw a TV out window? <laughs> I might do now. I'm on the bottom floor, so it won't go very far. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right, sure. See you next time. See you next time.